I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to another edition of the Half Hour Fantasy Podcast. I am your host, Peter, joined by Tom and Donnie. How are you doing, Donnie? I'm very well, thank you. And you, Tom? I'm good, Peter. How are you? Not too bad. You're a bit tired, but we'll survive. Right, before we get to the Scottish game, we'll finally wrap up all the World Cup stuff. So, first and foremost, what do you think of the World Cup final, Donnie? What do you think of that? I think I've just got my breath back. Um, but I mean, I think we said it in chat. It was probably the best final ever. Um, and well, it didn't feel like it in action, but it got there eventually, and then it was just hold on to your seats. So deserved winners. I mean, France is unlucky. Um, could have gone other way in a different day, but no, I enjoyed the tournament as a whole uh, and the final. Yeah, superb. Tom, your thoughts? Are you happy for the wee the wee magician at the end? <laughs> yeah, yep, happy with that. Yep. Uh, see, some of these footballs don't do fairy tales. I thought it was made for Messi to get to the penalties and miss it. I thought that's what was going to happen, but. Hey, well, sometimes a good guy does win out. Uh, so, quickly go to the leagues just to see who won overall and how we finished. So, the Sky game first, just because it's popped up on my screen first. The winner was, we'll start with actually the 31st. So, third was Ewan White, 6-1-8 points. Second was Melvinho, 6-2-6. We just get picked on the last day by Kevin Wood, Rolls-Royce, for 630 points. And I believe, Donny, you finished above me, 8th for yeah. you, Donny, ninth for me, and Tom was 13th. And on the out of fourteen, Tom, just to just to get you. And in the World Cup fantasy, Melvinho, oh, third, sorry, third to first game. Matt was third with four three five. D Crichton was second four three eight. Melvinho was first with four three nine. I was fifth with four eleven. Don, you were thirteen three seven two. And I have to go to load more to find Tom. There he is twenty first three oh six. So. I think that's two terms to trot, Tom. I think international football is your thing. Stick to the FFS and FPL. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> right, <laughs> into the Scottish game. So, the game week isn't finished yet, so it's just, it's just a matter of your scoring rank so far, and I will first have the lowest position. So, oh, come on, Dobby. Two minutes, this loads up, and this thing's on the way. Right, okay. Right, so... I had bench push activated, well card activated, kept triple captain, what I'm glad, third is done what happened. So, Roos for four points and goals, captain Tav two, lack of 81, Divine one, Stuart two, Ed midfield, tax of didn't even play, 
talk to him coming back. So hopefully he plays midweek or that's a busted flush. Tillman 11 points, Ben Strick Ferguson nothing, Jota 3, Shanklin 15, Furuhashi Vice 2, Gordon Events 3, Miofsky 2, Kelly and Montano still to play, as we'll talk about that future. So that gave me a grand total of 46 points so far, and a green arrow as it stands to 105. Tom, what were you scoring ranked so far this game week? Yeah, I also have 46 points. Um, I've got a green arrow, I'm up to 39th. Um, points are, I also had Roos and goals for four, Captain Tav got me three. Taylor got me six. Um, Strain got me nothing because the, the app crashed and I couldn't really change my team. But I should probably have Yakoviti coming on for one point there. In midfield, Yota three. Ayunga, zero. Again, app crashed. Uh, Tillman, 11. Ferguson, obviously the non-playing player. Um, Kyogo, vice-captain for two. Shanklin, 15. And uh, the Duke got me two. Okay. Donny? Okay, so I'm sitting on 40 points at the moment. Um, so I wildcarded and bench boost, um, which we'll talk about um, in just a second. So, so far I'm sitting on uh, Gordon with three, Captain Taft two, uh, Cochran for three, uh, Kelly with zero, Tillman 11, O'Reilly four, Jota three, Manello seven, Vice-Captain Kyogo two, Miofsky two, Stuart two, Jakobiti one. That's basically all my playing players. I've got other players who are not going to feature this week. So my global score is 1049. That's down three places to 30th. Oh, Tom's reeling in. He is, right? Uh, and many players left to play. I'll quickly count mine. Eight. Right. I've got eight as well. But the fact that Banner doesn't play because only seven. What about you, Tom? Eight left to play? Uh, six. Right. Okay. No, seven. Bruce as well. Yeah. Okay, doke. Right. So, one question before we get to the results. It was from Cami, 37. Given the postponements, was bench boosting a good decision? And what about the Tav triple captain or so? Tom, you call this a kind of trolley question. We did talk about it last week. These things could happen. And evidently, they did happen. When the first game was suspended, I was kind of like that, right, okay. I've no sit in no motherwell, so it doesn't really affect me. I was kind of laughing. Anybody else who had those players? And then the news broke on Saturday, and that was it. The triple Livingston, was, which I loaded up on a well card, fell apart. So, thoughts, Donny? It's always risky at this time of the year. I mean, the decision process was right. It was a double game week. It's probably going to be one of the double game weeks that features the most teams, certainly Rangers and Celtic. So it's easy to say after the event that it was a bad move, but it was it was sound thought process. Um, I bench boosted just simply because I used my wild card. Uh, I say that, but I did just keep him a non-playing player and my trash goalie because I didn't want to just waste time getting them back in. So I was always going to struggle um, on the bench boost, but with my whole team playing virtually twice, I would have made the points back. But uh, I said at the time, triple captaincy wasn't a given just because the fixtures um, and the logic was if people are going to captain Tav, then everyone else is going to, you know, if you were going to triple captain Tav, everyone else was going to captain them. Um, so you probably weren't going to make um, such a big points break. Um, but that's just the way it goes. You could obviously clutch up tonight against Aberdeen and we've all got egg in our face. But there's more double game weeks to come. Um, different opportunities, but again, weather-wise, it seemed okay. But you know, sometimes these things t- t- don't work out. I was more disappointed with the app, and, and again, we can talk about that um, when it comes to it. But um, yeah, what can you do? Yeah, okay. Bench boost is my least favourite chip. Anyway, I always feel like I just want to get it away. Sometimes now, 
I'm looking what I've got here. Gordon three, Majowski two, so and Kelly Montano. And the fact if Anavi doesn't play, then that's basically one of the players bench to come on anyway. Ferguson was my cheap player, obviously not playing, so there's two. So basically, all I'm going to probably get here is Gordon's three points, and if Eden happened from Kelly Montano, otherwise just people would have probably got a normal week. So I'll just yep. going to let that one go. Uh, the on the captain tab, yeah, I might say to you last week, Don, you were talking about the don't captain tab, triple captain, blah blah blah, but. That's going to be like every week, because if he's going to catch him to have most weeks, unless his form falls off, so there isn't really any position anywhere it can catch up, unless a double falls kindly for, like a Shankland, or... Yeah, he's got, got, got a good double game week coming up, I think they have put it in the fixtures, I think it's game week 21 maybe, um, Hearts right. play home twice, so that's that would probably be the option Um in, on a double game week, and that's probably one that I would look to target, but I know folk did triple captain them, um, which is great for the rest of us, but um, the risk was always there. Right, and Tom, thoughts on the bench boost this week? Also, <coughs> and you did triple, triple captain tab, so you can talk us through it. Yeah, I did triple captain tab. I thought, given there's a double, there's a lot of chips flying about, I thought, um, with the new manager, I was expecting a new manager bounce, so I thought I was fairly safe. Um, and it's not over yet. We've still got a second fixture to go, so there might be exactly. a hole in the post for exactly. us just yet. So here's hoping. Um, can't really dissect that too much just now. Um, just now, I mean, it, it does look like a bit of a failure, but we'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, in terms of the um, well card and the, the bench boost, that's uh, obviously I mentioned last week about weather and stuff like that, so I'm feeling pretty chuffed for myself. Um, but in terms of the bench boost, I mean, in FPL, I always feel like it's a bit of a a bit of a anti-climax because then you spend a lot of your time using your transfers to get rid of your strong bench players. But it's not as bad in the Scottish game because um, with a strong bench comes, obviously, a strong substitution if you're using the non-playing player trick. So you've got a, a better chance of getting a little bit of a haul there. Um, and you don't have, like, players wasting budget sitting in point in, in sorry, second place and third place on the bench because you're going to get the best at the bench anyway. So, but it does offer up a bit of dilemma every week if you've got two playing goalkeepers. Yeah, chances are you probably bench the one that gets the most points. So, um, yeah, maybe not the best week given the postponements and stuff like that. Okay. So before we move on to the results, Don, you can already brought it up. The app crashing ten minutes before the deadline. What was your thoughts on that? Oh, I was afraid, Jen. Um, so I've got two teams, one in the Mega League and one in our league. And up until now, I've kept them the same. Do changes for one, changes the other. And obviously, that was just the way the game makers decided to do it. Um, so I, could t- I did my main team first, and I managed to get those changes through. I did want Morelos, um, so I had Cholax. I had to change a couple. So I did that, and I had a feeling that it was going to go awry, just because of the time that was taken. Um, so when I went to update the other one, um, it didn't go through until one minute past seven. Um, and then when I checked my team, obviously this game week's team hasn't updated, but next week game has, and I'm at a minus eight already. Um, so that team is, well, I'll play about with it and just use it as a toy more than anything. So the half-hour league, I'll just have to see what comes. But the mega league, I'm still in with my official team. I'm just disappointed because... I don't know. I mean, it's it's no different to any other game week. Made all these changes and then it looks like changes. When I messaged them and they have replied, and you know, I think 
I did say, because you've created this problem because we're spending twice as long, if not more, on the actual platform to change multiple teams. If I just had one team to change, I'd have been in and out and on with the business, but they've created it in such a way that um, I was spending more time and if everyone else is doing the same, that's where it comes from. So it was interesting that they asked prior to this about doing away with it. And I guess in hindsight now, that does seem like a good idea. But um, at is the time, a, I was is that a deadline? Not happy. Yeah. yeah, and then of course, with what happened to Rangers in the first half, I was just having a bit of a miserable day, <laughs> um, all in. But uh, at least that got better. But no, I was I was not happy, and as I say now, I've got two different teams, which I didn't really want to have to do. But that's what I'm left with. Tom, thoughts on the site crashing? Yeah, it's a bit of a pain in the ass, really. Um, I managed to change my big league team. To a point, obviously, I never got the seat mirroring players off my bench. I just kind of abandoned it at that point and moved on to my next team. But I, I have three teams, and all three are different already, anyway. So it doesn't make too much of a um, a problem for me because I'm dealing with three different teams, anyways. But um, I only managed to change that one, and um, I'm in the Pie and Bovril League. So try to win that 100 quid. Uh, so I think I managed to do something on that. I managed to get my triple captain on Tav and that was it. I never managed to do my transfers. So that was a bit disappointing as well. It's Missed just, out on some points there. It's just poor. If they've, they've obviously lost a lot of managers since these changes. So what would have happened if they had the same managers they had last season? I mean, they would have crashed quicker, crashed sooner. Don't mention the deadline. I think that's, I'd like the best bet to go the same route to the Champions League fantasy where the deadline's kick off. And if they can look at the team for an hour beforehand, take stock, make the changes up to 3 p.m., people will see the teams do it early, some people do it later, and that would not have just tried to rush on at the one time to do it. So, it would again, it would differentiate them from FPL if they done that. So, hopefully, that they've done this survey and feedback, that's one of the things they could potentially change around the deadline. And it would help with all the rotation with the Celtic Rangers teams anyway, so it would help any more engaged managers. Right, finally, we'll go to results then, here. I'm not going to be any actually because of the stupid bloody piss moments. Right, Thursday night we had Rangers 3, Hibs 2, game of the week, Donny. And then Saturday we had Aberdeen, Nell Celtic 1, Ross County 1, Ross County 1, St Johnson 2, two postponements, and then we had Hearts 3, Kilmarnock 1. And we've got two games left to go. We'll get tonight, we've got Aberdeen versus Rangers, and then tomorrow night we've got Celtic versus Livingston. So, Tom, results. Right, uh, so as you said, the game of the week, Rangers 3, Hibs 2. Um, goals came from Sakala, Ryan Jack and Morelos. We had assists from Kent and two for Tillman. So nice 11-pointer there for those that got on Tillman this week, uh, myself included. Uh, for Hibs, it was Porteous and Nisbet that scored and Newell assisted Porteous's goal. Uh, Porteous obviously opened the scoring and that was his third goal of the season. He's not signing a new contract. Um, so we maybe have to question if he'll still be there in January. But um, I wouldn't let that put you off because obviously if he transfers out with the league, you get a free transfer anyway. So nothing to worry about there. Um, there was no Cholak uh, this week for Rangers, but uh, Sakalo and Morelos both started in the first 11 and they both scored as well. Um, it seems Morelos has been offered a, a bit of a lifeline here under Beal. So that could offer up some competition for, for Cholak which, as Donny mentioned last week, will be difficult given uh, Morelos' price tag if he was to muscle his way in. Uh, 
all three of Rangers scorers um, were the only players to get more than a single shot on target, all of which had, had two. Um, no goals for Tillman, but as we mentioned, two assists were, were nice to get. And I think he's looking at a good option going forward. Uh, in terms of Hibs, they've got Nisbet back fit now. Uh, he got his second goal for... Um, or sorry, his first goal of the season. Um, and I think he'll probably have a, a point to prove. I don't know if I'm going to jump on Nisbet just yet. Probably going to keep an eye on things there. Um, but you'd imagine when Boyle comes back, that would probably increase his chances of scoring goals as well. Peter, your thoughts on that one? Thurston Boyle, I think he's out for the season, so that'll be next year's game. So, was it? Uh, Nisbet, I could, I'm not, I'm assuming you, Tom, I'm not interested in Nisbet anytime soon, but it could become a, uh, another one of these strikers you can bring it in the mix if you like to say he's got his point to prove. I don't know if his contract's up at the end of the season, so he might be trying to get himself a move. I don't know, that could be another year, I'm not too sure on that one. Rangers wise, Tillman, I think we all spoke him up last week. Donnie was very high getting on the way playing in the friendly. It seems to work out, so he seems to be the go to guy. Wilson who got the well, first of all, Donnie, who was cool? Was just a knock? Yeah, yeah, he took he took a knock in training. Um Bale did say that he was going to start with Trolak and Morelos. So going yeah. forward, just keep your eyes for that one. Uh, you'll probably want to have one or the other as far as that's concerned. Who would miss out on that one, you think? Just on uh, probably the, the second white person so uh, it won't be Kent so it would have been Sakala this week or Rotondo somebody like that who right. was playing okay. in the other okay. wide position Right so the Kolak Morales situation if you do play two up top then fine you're laughing and just pick one and hopefully the one you pick holes also Kolak's a bit cheaper so the one you probably go for unless you can afford both but I don't mean people track you down that route defensively look Pretty poor though now, so I mean I took that boy Devine in, but I already got a one point one point one price rise on them. So if they rise again this week, sell them on to somebody the same. But Tate, I think some none two point two straight moves, you've gained the money. Tavov's won't be for the team, and like you say, we'll wait to see. It's only one game in his tenure, so interested to see how they go tonight, to see how they set up, and to see who becomes more valuable options from Rangers. Didn't see any game because I was sleeping. Donny, on here. <laughs> okay, so Rangers, uh, seven defenders out of action at the moment and had two midfielders as, as centre-backs, so that was a bit depressing. Um, as we've mentioned, Cholak just took a knock in training and King had a virus, um, that's why he wasn't able to start. I think King is good for tonight. Um, obviously, he won't benefit anybody, but come the weekend, um, he might be an option um, as you're way into the game. I did raise my concerns at the time on the chat um, about the Rangers' defence, and Peter told me, don't worry, it's only Hibs. So I guess you were right um, to a point, Peter. But I went on to say that, well, here comes a Porteous masterclass, and within <laughs> eight minutes, <laughs> eight minutes, he popped up unmarked, um, you know, showing how bad that Rangers' defence was. But I was quite glad uh, a few minutes later when Sakala got us back into the game. It was a nice finish uh, from a Kent pass, so I was quite relieved um, that we were back on level terms. I'd only just got my breath back and we were 2-1 down. Hibs again, um, taking the benefit of some defensive errors, a quick through ball and a good finish by Nisbet. I think Nisbet won't play against worse defence than, than those two centre-halves, but um, the fact that he's scoring again will give you something to think about. So 2-1 at half-time. I'm sitting in the house, my weekend's ruined and it's only Thursday, so that was happy days. So as I sometimes do, and I could have watched the game, I just choose not to, put the phone on airplane mode, go and kept myself busy, 
by the time I switched it back on, Tom had said Tillman had two assists, so my faith in Beal Ball was fully restored. Um, I thought <laughs> the, the, the third goal um, was really good play from Tillman. He stayed on his feet and managed to slide the pass through to Morelos. So I think, um, as we discussed last week, Tillman is a good option. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. He's, he's a very intelligent footballer. He's only 19, but there's some games that'll pass him by. Um, and you might see that. Um, you're just going to have to take your chances. A bit like, um, not Marilla, a bit like Garibo when he first came in the scene. He would do really well and then just go quiet. So you might just have to be patient with him. But I think we all had him this week and we've got our returns. I went to Morelos and that's what caused the frustrations with the, the app stalling. We're just trying to make that change. So if you did get on him, well done. Um, Trolak, again, I think he might be fit for the weekend. Um, so just keep your eyes out there. Um, as I say, it's going to be one or the other. Triple Captain and Tav, I think Melvin was on that. So thoughts go out to you. Um, again, there's a chance tonight that he will do well. From his point of view, I mean, Nisbet is returning to action, but I think there's too many options up front. Porteous is suspended now, Tom, so he might, he might not actually play another game for Hibs um, by the time that they, they comes back into action, but um, he can maybe sit on that one. Uh, Rangers, again, as I said last week, I think it's Tav, Tillman and uh, forward. So for me, Morelos. So Aberdeen tonight, that's a big game for me. I'll either get loads of abuse from my pals or I'll have bragging rights for 
in the next few days. So we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. And up next, we've got Aberdeen nil, Celtic 1. Uh, the goal came from McGregor with an assist from James Forrest. Uh, McGregor, unusually, uh, was statistically the player most likely to score with five shots, three of which were on target. Uh, Aberdeen, on a whole, had zero shots on target. However, um, I, think, I thought it looked defensively solid. Uh, we talked about Roos as a goalkeeper option last week, and that kind of um, affirms our, our thoughts there. Um, kind of got a question, though, whether Scales would, would get back into the, the start and 11 after that performance, so that's something to consider there. Uh, Celtic got the clean sheet. They weren't getting many of those just before the World Cup, and I thought Taylor looked good going forward, so potentially attacking returns as well as defensive there. Um, Carter Vickers still probably the most nailed defender uh, if he's fit uh, neither Kyogo or Yakimakis really looked at the races in this game Kyogo squandered a couple of good chances um, however with Yakimakis digging his heels on a new contract uh, Kyogo might keep the starting position I think that's something we discussed last week so um, want to keep an eye on there Donnie what was your thoughts on this fixture? Yeah, so this is a game I actually did watch. It was just on in the background because we were just away to leave the house. So I thought I'd put it on, see what was happening. Um, and for me, I just thought Aberdeen offered no attacking threat whatsoever uh, in the game. Uh, I'm sure it won't be like that tonight against Rangers, but I think they, they did play attacking against Rangers and they got beat 4-1. Um, so he's probably trying to go the other way and keep it tight. Um, and it just didn't pay off, but they, they just couldn't. Couldn't get any attacking options, and again, Celtic struggled to break down um, the Aberdeen defence, but he always felt a goal was coming. So much so, on the 85th minute, I turned around to my daughter. She doesn't really like football, but she does know to hate Celtic. Um, and I said, I've been watching football long enough to know it won't finish nil-nil, and then lo and behold, um, McGregor got the goal. So it's just the way it goes. If you apply enough pressure, um, you'll eventually get the breakthrough. Uh, Haksabanovic, uh, he was in my team before the wild card. It would have been nice to keep him in my team, but just for safety, I went O'Reilly and he got me four points. So again, that type of midfielder that will just tick away, get the two game points, get his passing points and get the clean sheet points. So anything else after that is, is always a plus. But yeah, I scored Jota, which um, I don't suppose happens too much. Uh, a rare clean sheet, as you mentioned, um, Celtic defence. The minute I come off Joe Hart, um, they managed to keep a clean sheet. Uh, Livingston and St Johnston next at home for Celtic, so I don't see any weather problems and uh, you're probably holding all your assets there. Aberdeen do have better games after tonight, um, so still offer value defensively and probably up front. So, um, yeah, I won't say I was happy with the result, but uh, it wasn't unexpected, I guess. And Peter? Yeah, pretty much we both read the colour. Uh, Aberdeen, I just thought they, they were, it was atrocious tactics for a team at home who taught themselves to be the third best team in Scotland. I believe they're leaving some of their fans. I think they could break the twos. I know Donny said they played Ibrox and they kind of went for it and they beat 4 1. They said it could have been 10 1, but they offered nothing at all going yeah. forward. That's probably the easiest clean sheet they are going to get this season. Uh, I don't know. I think they tried to copy the St. Martin tactic, but they won it. 2-0 against Celtic, but they had no outball. Whereas St. Man had a young get the point to get a, had a, fo- a focus point. So I don't know if we'll see him do that again. I think they will up it against Rangers, but I think that may actually suit you, Donny, if they come out a bit more and let you kind of attack. Yeah. 
Again, you mentioned the fixtures. Swing for Aberdeen's better after this, so it's part of the wild card. Let's get targeting this, so they're no interest in losing any of the theorem. The only way they might make eventually would be coming back down into what do you call them, scales because mm-hmm. they do want them for the rest of the season. So I think even that point four difference a yeah, defender, I'm quite happy to move back to scales at some point. And Roos, I've got a, a dilemma now. Roos or uh, Gordon, both are up this week. I don't, you know, start as well over on price, so. I have to wait and see. I may have to bite my, bite my tongue in a golden hand to stick it at the end of the season because it was 2.7 and I thought I was going to get a clean sheet off him to the last 15 minutes against Kamala again, but hey, that's yeah. what it is. Celtic hold assets again. Haxa Barham should be back. You, Matt, you had a shrewd move moving to one of the old players. If he doesn't play this week, it's a kind of, I may have to make that false transfer. But I think he's meant to be back all top in the press. And anyway, Andrew's talking midweek anyway, so. Yep. Um, next fixture then, we've got Hearts 3, Kilmarnock 1. Uh, Kilmarnock's goal came from Ash Taylor, assist from uh, Danny Armstrong, probably the two most prolific Kilmarnock players. Um, I don't think there's any other ones on my radar. I don't think Ash Taylor's going to get many clean sheets, but he, he seems to be chipping away with the goals every now and again. And uh, Danny Armstrong, again, probably the I mean, possible emerging talisman there at Kilmarnock. Um, for Hearts, it was Ginelli that opened the scoring. Um, Shanklin got a brace, one of which was assisted by Snodgrass. Um, Shanklin and Andy Halliday were the only two players to have more than a single shot on target with two each. And uh, Hearts do seem to be uh, back after their the, the breakaway with the, the World Cup. Um, disappointingly, as Peter mentioned, no clean sheet. We're kind of hoping for that when we were discussing it last week. Um, and Kilmarnock did miss a few big chances, so that maybe is a bit of a concern. Um, Ginelli now has three goals and two assists. He's only 3.5 million, and he seems to be playing quite advanced. He's managed 14 points over game week 15 and 16. So if you do believe Hearts are back, then he's perhaps a good option to get on. Um, they've got a double game week in game week 21, um, which is the 13th of January, not that far away, the, which is St Mirren at home and Aberdeen at home. Uh, the fixtures in between are Dundee United, St Johnston, Hibs and St Mirren. Um, so they've got St Mirren back-to-back there, so I don't know how that would pan out, but definitely something to, to consider. Peter, anything to add there? Yep, with the Kabarok, you mentioned the two players, Taylor and Armstrong. Armstrong had lost in the wild card. Uh, my fear was that he was on form during the break. He may, have, he may have kind of lost his form, but obviously he's all involved again. I think he does look like, as you mentioned, the talisman in midfield. Young, he's, he's obviously really, really dynamic and trying to get himself up. I'm not up to that move, he's just started, but to be front and centre, I think I'll be coming back in my team at some point, either him or Spittle. Shanklin was my move because when Colac wasn't playing, I had to go somewhere and I couldn't get to Morelli's, it was too expensive. So I went for tried and tested Shanklin, also a double coming up, and it worked out with 15 points return. Obviously, I've got Gordon and goals. You mentioned the game week, double game week, game 21, and Ginelli was the one I've got ring-fenced for, the third Hearts player, going into that. Maybe he was, it's just money, I know you're kind of trying, it's more money-wise, Donnie, I'm thinking, I'd try he's cheaper to get in the midfield, I would need to move mm-hmm. to chance to get him in to somebody else. I don't know why I do that right now, so just wait and see. If his form goes cold, he'll do it on the mind, he'll stick with it too. Uh, with Kamarak, not really interested yet, they still need to show something more over a, run of fixtures rather than one game every so often but apart from my hearts, hearts did look much better and if they could keep a couple of clean sheets here and there we might go back into defence again but as it stands out, nip just Gordon for me 
Yep. And Donny? Uh, yeah, I mean, strong start for Hearts. Probably showing the form that we expect from them now, that they're nearly out of Europe and they've had this rest. Um, but it's all names that we saw before the break. Uh, Janelli, Shanklin, Snodgrass, uh, Cochrane got a bonus point. Um, so it's definitely a team that you can rely on. Uh, so I took in Gordon. Um, and no surprise, they, they lost a clean sheet. Uh, I don't think I've got Cochrane as well. I don't think I would have ran double hearts defence. I, I knew or I had a feeling when I was making my changes that the app was running really slow. So I probably didn't want to spend more time than I had to. But I'd have probably gone for somebody like Taylor. I took in Yakaviti uh, on that basis because I thought Ross County at home were, were a better bet than uh, Kamark Way Hearts. So it didn't pay off. But Taylor Armstrong, again, they're probably the only assets that you would look at there um, if you want to free up budget. But uh, no, good good win for Hearts. Um, I think they can be a, a more reliable team uh, going forward for, for fantasy managers. Yeah. And our final fixture then, we've got Ross County 1, uh, St. Johnston 2. For Ross County, it was Jordan White that scored uh, with an assist from Danda. Uh, Baldwin got a red card, and then that was subsequently followed by a brace for Ali Crawford. Um, that's two goals for him to add to his two assists so far this season. Um, perhaps he's maybe a one-week wonder. I wouldn't probably get too excited over that. Um, neither teams have really got great options just now. Um, Stevie May had decent form going into uh, the, the World Cup there. Um, he was the only other player to get more than a, a single shot on target in this game. Um, I think perhaps the red card did make a difference there as well, but I mean, given the, the striker options that we've got at the minute, I don't think Stevie May's on many radars just now. Donny, what's your thoughts on that one? Would you agree? Uh, yeah, so that's St. Johnston up to fifth in the league now. Uh, I don't think we would have been saying that uh, a few weeks ago, but they've undefeated in the last five games. I think both of these teams probably offer value in defence, although neither managed to keep a clean sheet. That's probably where you want to look at um, for them. Um, the only issue you've got is Ross County have got Rangers and St. Johnston have got Celtic, so they're going to be a hard avoid Um for the next keeper anyway. But um, I've got Yakaviti. It's this type of player that you can just keep in your team. Um, and St. Johnson offer good value at the back as well. But um, no, St. Johnson hitting a bit of form, which is important at this stage of the year when you're chasing top six. Yep. Peter? Yep, agree with Donnie. Just with the defender thing, we spoke with us before about spreading your defence about with cheap assets for teams. And I think... I've also got lack of eighty, and I think a St. Johnson player at one point, just a cheap one, just also bench trick, fixture dependent, and they're up to fifth now. So I think the we were all talking going to be maybe relegation for them, but it looks like that's gone. So we'll see how they can go on from here. May was a player in form you mentioned, Tom, but there is a lot of strikers ahead of them that you want to go for, and there's Nisbet. We could be emerging as well as another option. So. There's nobody who really want to go on, but the defenders do offer value to let you spend money elsewhere. So I agree with Donnie on that one. Yep. And that's that's complete. I've, I've got a top 10, but obviously the game week's incomplete. So it's up to yourself whether you yeah, want Let's do it so far, yep. Okay, our top 10 so far. We've got Shanklin in at number one uh, with 15 points. Obviously, one of our strikers. Uh, Ali Crawford with his brace got 14 points, midfielder. 
Callum McGregor, another midfielder, got 13 points. Tillman with 11. Uh, obviously, Rangers midfielder, as is Ryan Jack, who got nine. Uh, Danda, eight points, another midfielder. Uh, Carter Vickers, eight points. Selig defender, Ryan Kent, eight points. Uh, Ralston, seven points. And the emerging talisman himself, Danny Armstrong, with seven points, um, which sees no goalkeepers, which is a a common trend so far this season. Just the two defenders, seven midfielders, and just the one forward. Um, obviously, a lot of uh, Rangers players in there. There is a smaller pool of players due to postponements um, and other uh, players scoring seven points to note are Sakala, Morelos, Nisbet, Jordan White, Ginelli, and Ash Taylor. Mm-hmm. Okay. I expect that to be quite top-heavy. So we just come in the game week when they play two yeah, games? Yeah, definitely, yeah. Is this... So- is this the first game week we've had in a while with no kind of VAR type issues? I didn't fear in getting kind of dragged up as well. Uh, yeah, probably is. So, no, I think Co- Cochrane had a goal chopped off at, in the Hearts game, I'm sure. Was it? I didn't see that one. Yeah. So hopefully the, qu- so. the quieter we're up to the VAR kind of continues as going and maybe that just kind of traded at the start starts to die down. But it was good for, I suppose, fantasy points. You've got the penalty takers, but for general terms... Right, well, we'll move to the fixtures. Obviously, there's still games this week, but we'll get next game week to plan for, which will be kicking off on Friday night. So, again, you're only going to see team news for potentially only two teams. Depends whether we'll come on and drop theirs. So, we've got Ross County Rangers, half past seven, Friday, 23rd of December, and we've got Motherwell, Kilmarnock, 7.45. And the next game on Saturday, we'll get St Mern, Aberdeen, Celtics, Johnson, Hibs, Livingston, and Dunedin Hearts. So, upon hearing those fixtures, Tom... What is your transfer captain and vice-captain plans? Uh, so transfer, I'm still holding on to Ewan Henderson. He's, he's been sitting there a while, so I need to get rid of him. Uh, I've got the money to go to Ginelli, and I would still have $1.4 million in the bank after that move. So it um, gives me a bit of freedom to do some other stuff there. So as, as it stands, that's what I'm doing, barring no um, sort of big injuries in the, the Celtic or the Rangers games. Uh, captain Tav probably assist with that uh, Ross County so you'd imagine hopefully at least a clean sheet there and Vice-Captain uh, Kyogo at home to, to St Johnston uh, I think he needs to kind of pull his socks up a bit and start to score some goals there's uh, some murmurs that Selick might be getting in another striker so he's going to have to step up to the plate a bit more on that one but that's what I'm thinking just now Okay, Don, yourself, transfers, captain, face-captains? Yep, so transfers, I mean, Miofsky to Shankland um, is probably the most appealing move for me. Uh, obviously helped Miofsky because he had two games and whilst he didn't score against Celtic and I don't want him to score tonight, he'll probably be on the move. Uh, Rangers team news on Friday is obviously going to be important. If for any reason it's called off for the weather, at least you'll know. Um, and you can bench them. Uh, Celtic at home with St Johnson, so happy to stick with my, my Celtic assets there. Um, and the same as Tom, probably Captain Tav, Vice Captain Kyogo, um, seems the most simplest route to go down. Yeah, I agree. Captain Tav, Vice Captain Kyogo. Transfer plan, I don't have any. I just want to hold because obviously it's well carded and keep the two transfers. Might get news on new rearranged fixtures. So, if, like, if they squeeze in a Livingston game at any point coming up, I don't see the point in rid of them. And the only one I would maybe move is if Haxabanovich still isn't playing and if he's maybe got issues coming in the week, I might have to move to another 
cheaper Celtic midfielder for the time being. But that is pretty much it. Pretty happy with the team set up. Uh, no other kind of news, so I'm happy with that. So that's us finished with the podcast. This pod schedule, we're also coming up to the festive period, festive new year. We've all got stuff going on. So there's no guarantees of podcasts for the next two weeks. I'll take my laptop wherever I go and we'll, I'll try to tie in with the guys and see what happens. But there is no guarantees. We'll be probably busy enough on Twitter to kind of keep our thoughts, put our teams up and stuff yeah. like that. Also, the FPL will be back as well. So you're going to have that team at Wildcard to kind of worry about as well. Get your team made to set up. And I think that's us. So get your plugs in, Donnie. Uh, yep. So I am at FFS underscore Donnie. Tom? And I'm at FFS underscore Scott. I'm at Fantasy Half. So I'd like to wish all listeners a thank you for listening all year. A Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year if we don't get back to you. And we'll see you down the road. Say goodbye, guys. Bye-bye. on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 